0: all the while with continuous encouragement to stay the course and live with discipline. This is a place where we're striving to steward our bodies well in order to joyfully serve. I am so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful people. I am so excited that we are at the point where I can have an episode that is about summer. That's awesome that Just shows we are out of the depths of winter. I know we have been in spring for a while, but it was just happy to me today to sit down and see, oh, what am I recording? Oh, ooh, something about summer. So (laughs) it's like getting those first. We got a lot of really nice early spring days and then it swung back around to like 40s and whatever. And we're in that weird limbo where you want to switch over the kids' clothes, but you really can't and you can't fit Shorts and pants, at least I cannot, and my kids' dressers at the same time. It was a whole thing. So I have finally just switched everything over to summer. I left like two pairs of pants and two long shirts in there because, you know, even in summer, I know we all have different, uh, you know, seasons going on around where we're at. Some of us are all around the world, and that's awesome. But for us in the summer, we still, you know, we'll throw on long pants, long shirts for bonfires, things like that. But I feel at peace that now I can put the bins away <laughs> and We have just, we're just kind of assuming it's summer, like not turning back. We are past the final rounds of winter. So all that to say, I want to let you guys know that the next round of my eight-week fat loss program, it's called Simple Sustainable Fat Loss, is kicking off June 5th. So I'm letting you know about this nice and early because the sooner that I fill it up, the better so that I can... Not for myself and trying to, you know, have all the spots filled or anything like that. I cap it at 20 and I will accept ladies right up until June 5th. But here's the big asterisk it's better for everybody. If we fill those spots earlier on, I can close the doors and get you all prepped for what is to come. There's nothing crazy. If you've never heard about this, I have a ton of information about it on my website. Again, this is the Simple Sustainable Fat Loss Program and I only run it a couple times a year. So, Definitely consider it, and you know, see if it's something that would be a good fit for you. And you can feel free to message me, BrittanyHealthyCatholicMombs dot com, if you want to know what it entails, what it looks like. But when I say prep it, I don't want you to think, okay, I would have to overhaul my whole life, do this intense fitness and nutrition thing. If you've been around here for a while, you should know I am not like that. Nothing is you know, follow only this for eight weeks, we start right where you are with whatever you're eating, whatever you're doing, we pick it up from where you are. But I just like you to have the information beforehand to feel really comfortable beginning it and not feel stressed. It never fails if like I get a couple ladies, many times it fills up. Like a lot of times we have to close the doors and I can't accept any ladies. But then right at the end, I've had, I think last challenge, two ladies found out they were pregnant. So they obviously did not want to be doing a fat loss challenge. And uh, then I was able to fill those spots. But the people who hopped in like the day we were starting, I just felt bad because it's you know a lot of information to get right away. So if you're thinking about if you've been thinking about it and you weren't sure when the next round was going to open up, again, consider if it's a good fit for you because it might not be, you know, for everybody. But what it is, is a very thorough foundation on the nutrition side. A lot of you have recently been emailing me and asking like, what's the difference between the Chasing Greatness group Or the eight-week challenge, could I just go right into the Chasing Greatness group? And the huge difference is it's just foundational. I go over all the pillars, like eating the three to five servings of vegetables a day, making that a habit for you, getting that into your daily intake, okay? Getting enough hydration. And very much so, we go over the right balance for you. And if macros freak you out and you're like, I don't even know what that is, I don't want to count calories, whatever – we don't have to. I do use my fitness pail, but then if that's not working for you, the logging's not working for you, I just teach you how to balance out your macros just by looking at your plate. Okay. So it's just absolutely foundational so that you can do the work to then go forward after the eight weeks and not having to really worry about it. It's just another thing on autopilot for you. So that's on the nutrition side and on the workout side. We focus on strength training. There's full length videos for you, all that great stuff. It is fun. We do weekly giveaways. So, say the week's focus is getting in your 80 to 100 ounces of water each day. If you've done that most days that week, you get entered in a drawing for a prize every single week for eight weeks. And then there's an optional before and after photo submission. So, if you want to do that, the winner, the person who has the most drastic transformation, Gets their entry feedback, So really, nothing to lose there. (laughs) So anyways, if you would like to join us, that's over at HealthyCatholicMoms.com. Or again, you can email me for more information. But that is the Simple Sustainable Fat Loss Program. Okay, now on to five steps to your healthiest summer. Number one, hit the farmer's markets slash grow your own food. So I absolutely love this aspect of summer because we have an awesome farmer's market really close to us. I also like to grow food, but I don't grow that much. So um, being able to go to the market and know, connect with the farmers, know where it came from, sometimes get a lot more high quality food for the same price as I'm getting at the grocery store or for a better price. I just also like, I was just chatting with my kids about this the other day, that connection with your food, knowing this person or these, like this family grew this food brought it here in their truck and we're getting it right from them I just think there's something really wonderful about that and like as a small business I like to be able to support other small businesses and you know if you're buying like I am I'm not shaming anybody or guilty anybody from a store and not knowing like what pesticides are being sprayed on things what you know chemicals are being added to be able to like again ask people and interact with the people who actually grew your food and then you, you often, often are buying a lot healthier of an option that is chemical-free or grown organically or whatever that looks like. So I love hitting farmer's markets. Obviously, too, a lot of you I know listening do enjoy growing your own food, grow much more than I do. And uh, again, you're having ultimate control overusing the kind of soil you want to and going chemical free and all that great stuff. So such a beautiful season to do that. It's also not too late if you're like, oh man, I know again, you might live in a different region than I do, but growing seasons are a long time. So I have heard this on some gardening podcasts. Like I think there's always pressure to get things in by a certain window, but a lot of times you can still grow it. You're just not going to maybe grow as much of it and that's going to be okay. Maybe you're not going to harvest As many tomatoes, but you'll still get a good little crop for salsa or whatever that looks like. So, super fun. And I encourage you, if you've never grown your own food and maybe you think you don't have the space or you're in an apartment or whatever, there's still usually something you can do something in pots or um, on your balcony, or you can have lemon trees indoors. Like, there's lots of different options to get you dabbling in this. And then to start, I'm like so a novice in this area, so I'm not pontificating on this, but to start with just one thing at a time, because that's what I've tried to do. It's like, okay, I'm going to just start with, you know, these two things that we have a lot of tomatoes and peppers. And then I, I was trying to expand the, what I was doing, but now I've been trying to focus more on, this is just me personally. Like there's so many ways you can go with this on doing more of the stuff that we really like to eat. Not more as in all different kinds of foods, more variety, but more, quantity of what we go through, a lot of what I know my family will eat. And then this year, I'm going to try to get more into like succession planting. So knowing, all right. And I have so many friends who are really great gardeners. So I feel silly talking about this now, but I'm learning from all of you. So just sharing that tiny little bit, I do know like lettuce is a good example of this. We love salads, but it doesn't really help me out to harvest all this lettuce at the same time. And we only have so many people eating it. Whereas like leaving some beds open and then two weeks later planting some more seeds and two weeks later planting some more seeds so that we can have salads all harvest season long instead of a ton at one time. So I think that's just a really fun way to get into the season as well as getting closer to your food, hitting the farmer's markets, growing your own food, etc. Number two, how could I record a podcast (laughs) without saying this, but get your movement in. Now note, I did not say exercise. I already assume If you are a listener of mine, you are probably getting your workouts in or you are aspiring to, okay? Maybe you need that beginner challenge to kind of get your butt going in this area. But summer is a beautiful time. I think I talked about this on like something about a spring episode as well. Increasing your NEAT, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis, just moving more, being outside more. I don't think I put that, well, I did actually on the list, but just like physically putting your hands to things more. Maybe you're doing a little more physical labor or you're maybe going on more walks with your kids, that kind of stuff. I mean, we walk to get ice cream, but (laughs) that works too. You're walking there, you're not driving there. So trying to get your movement in can make it a very healthy summer. And seriously, keep that in the back of your mind when you're planning out your days. Like, do we want to go to the zoo today? Or do we want to do this today? I will try to keep that in consideration because if we're going somewhere like a splash pad, super fun, great. We're not moving around that much. Like they might be. I'm really standing supervising. So I do try to mix that up. You know, you're a part of this family too. You can mix in a hike in that week and then a splash pad or going to the pool, but then going on a walk the next day so that you get your movement in too. Because I know I'm at this stage where I'm feeling that, like, oh man, I, one and two kids, used to be able to just pop them both in the stroller, zip around. We went on tons of walks. I got all the movement in. It was an awesome time. But now, at three kids and with my oldest being six, like it's a lot more managing and standing and not as much movement for me. So mix it up, get it in where you can. Maybe you're mowing the lawn and you're using the push mower instead of a tractor or whatever, like whatever options you're working with. Number three, limit screen time and get outside slash connected with the community and people around you. I love to talk about just our overall health on this podcast. It's not all about being a size whatever that you want to be, or it's not all about disease prevention. It's about our quality of life overall in all the areas of health in our spiritual health, our mental health, our emotional health, all all of these things. Physical is a part of it and they all play into each other, but you're a whole person. We can't segment these areas. So there's something really nice about this season where I don't know your neighborhood, but my neighborhood, everybody's out You know, it's been a long winter of not being, not seeing people as much. (laughs) We definitely have those bonding snowstorms, like over the holidays, like over Christmas when we were all snowed in. And that was bonding as we shoveled each other out and drank beers in each other's driveways. But in this way, more people are out walking and whatever. It's a great time to connect. And connection helps us to not feel so alone, feel isolated, especially if you're a stay-at-home mom. It's that's an easy trap to fall into a feeling isolated so meeting friends at parks or going for walks or just being out and around just even saying hi to people I'm the person where it's usually more stressful to me to try to make like meetups at a park or meetups at a splash pad because then I have to kind of consider other people in the plan of what if you know our morning went a different way and we didn't make it on time like or there somebody's having a behavior issue and I have to address it and then I like we need to leave, but I can't leave because people are there. You guys get it. A lot of you have been in this situation. If you're a seasoned mom with grown kids, you're like, I remember that time. So it doesn't always have to be meeting people or pre-planned things, but just going out and connecting with other people can still boost our mood and boost our overall health. I feel that way just going to the grocery store sometimes, like just having a couple interactions with humans, (laughs) with human adults in the day goes a long way. So get out, get moving, put your phone down. I know there's important things you have to do on there. Me too sometimes, but we waste a lot of time on it. Put it down, see life, let your eyes see nature, get with nature, connect. You're just going to be so much healthier and happier overall. All right. Number four, Lean into seasonal foods. Okay. Last year, I believe it was, I went on this whole thing where every season I did a seasonal food episode. So these foods are seasonal in spring. These foods are seasonal in summer. So you can go back and listen to, guys, I'm talking so fast today. <laughs> I'm sorry. You might have to listen to this on halftime. I am lo- I just looked up at my little screen. I'm seeing the red line just go. Um, I just have a lot to say about this and I'm excited about summer, but eating seasonal foods is really healthy for us not just it can be cheaper first of all and it can be i think a great way to have variety in your kitchen and for me it helps inspire my cooking because i do get stale i'm like oh i always make this we're always eating this so seasonal switch ups really help with that where i'm like oh asparagus is in season we're going to i'm going to make like an asparagus risotto or you know lettuce is super abundant right now so i will make a bunch of salads for dinner like we'll lean into that Um, And that's beautiful, especially in summer, we're usually drawn to those lighter foods like salads where we're backing away from the comfort foods of homemade pastas and pizzas and risottos and lightening up usually in favor of more things like salads and shish kebabs and just lighter in general. We don't usually want the heavier foods. So lean into that. But then the other great thing is a lot of research shows that having a variety of foods is really good for our bodies overall, because we're getting all these different micronutrients from different kinds of foods. If we eat the same kind of foods all the time, we're only getting the micronutrients that are available in those foods. So, switch it up, get seasonal. You can look up your own seasonal list uh, that's to your region to really get really specific on this. I like to just do that before, like while I'm in that season, and screenshot it so that when I am meal planning for the week, I can go through and just kind of have it top of mind. Like, oh yeah, eggs are more in season, so maybe I'm just going to do like a breakfast dinner that week and we'll do some quiches or we'll do some frittatas or something like that. Those are really great on meatless days too, if you do meatless Fridays. All right. Number five is to hydrate in a fun way. Okay. Summer, you're typically sweating more, you are losing water, you need to replace that water. So in a fun way means mix it up. Maybe you're like, this could be as fun as you get. Throw in some lemon in your water. Okay. Or maybe it's throwing some frozen fruit in your water. I love to do that with sparkling water. Like if I'm making dinner or at night, sometimes we put the kids to bed and I don't want to have a cocktail. I'll just do frozen fruit in a wine glass with a sparkling water. So fun, feels fancy and it's not, it's hydrating. It's not, you know, uh, being a toxin to our body. It's actually a good thing. So That's all awesome. You could also, you know, watermelon foods with high water content is a great way to stay hydrated. Fun way for your kids too. This is a time too, where I like to bust out the like homemade popsicle molds and, um, you know, use healthy ingredients to make popsicles. I don't know if that's really hydrating, but you know, (laughs) I don't know why I brought that up in there, but it's fun. It's a fun thing to do and your kids will like you. You'll be fun mom for the day. So if you don't have those, order some popsicle molds. It brings us a lot of joy. I also have ones that look like little ice cream cones and we'll do like kind of more smoothie style with that. I'll do like frozen banana and a little bit of milk, just enough to mix it. And then like cocoa powder and a couple other things. Sometimes I'll throw chocolate chips in there and just blend it all up with that. And then you pour it in this little mold is like the top of the ice cream cone. You stick the cone part in the bottom and they go in the freezer upside down. So fun because it feels like you're eating an ice cream cone. And I will all even put protein powder in it for my kids. And then they're getting more protein. Just a fun little thing. Again, not super hydration, but I threw that in there. OK, so that was number one. Hit the farmer's markets or grow your own food. Number two, get your movement in. Number three, limit screen time. Get outside, connect it, etc. Number four, lean into seasonal foods. Number five, hydrate in a fun way. And lastly... Bonus tip for you today, surprise, develop some new rhythms and routine routines as applicable. So some of you listening, maybe your kids are in school usually and they're home with you. Or maybe you work more in the winter, but now your schedule's lightened up to accommodate maybe that or whatever. Maybe you guys have more time off, whatever this looks like for you in your household. I know that things can go when there's like a change of season, a change... Some kind of change in schedule. If we don't accommodate that, it can feel like chaos pretty quickly. Or, or for me, I'll have these high aspirations of how I want a season to look. Like we're going to go hiking, and we're going to go to the river, and we're going to go to the creek, and we're going to do all this fun stuff. We're going to go to the beach, and then if I don't like develop our schedule accordingly, things can just maybe I'm being fun mom, and then everything else goes to seed. <laughs> like I. We're not doing the laundry. We're not catching up. My house is a mess. I'm behind on work. I'm recording podcasts the night before. You know, that can very easily happen. Or if I don't pre-plan ahead, this happens more often than not. We won't get those fun things in because I just assumed they were going to happen. And I didn't actually look at the calendar, plan my weeks, make it happen. So especially for those of you in a new little season here. But, you know, even if you're not, even if it's the same thing, it's still you and your kids. It was you and your kids before maybe just look at how that things are going to be different for summer. Maybe you were doing homeschool in the school year and you're not going to be doing that for summer. So looking at how you want that to be, if you're going to keep some, you know, subjects in the mix or if you're just going to take off or whatever, you know, I just encourage you always change the season to look at what needs to be tweaked. One other example of this is without really much changing, it's still myself and my kids home. We still do some schooling through the summer, but with meals, I try to think through, okay, I want to be outside after nap time and which means I don't want to have to like it's that weird window oftentimes where usually we're doing something or outside or doing you know if we're coming home from some activity it's like lunch show nap And yes, I give my kids, I've talked about this before in my schedule, but I give them typically a 20 minute show. I actually am trying to do away with this for summer. So we'll see where this goes. But that 20 minutes is just nice for me, especially if we're coming in from the splash pad or a hike or something to kind of regroup, to switch laundry, to do the lunch dishes or unload what we just came home from. It just gives me 20 minutes to get my stuff together because then at nap time, I usually am working that, you know, that's fine to me to stay in there. So anyways, say lunch show nap. And then after nap. There's like that very small window between them being awake and me having to start dinner. So I try to think through, okay, can I have something that I can prep at lunchtime and just pop in the oven right at dinner some nights? Or can I do everything on the grill? Because something I've tried in the past was like, great, we're just going to play outside like they can be in the pool and like baby pool. It's not we don't have a big pool. Be on the slip and slide, be doing sprinkler, whatever, right up till dad comes home. And then we can all just have dinner together when he's home and that'll be great and then i haven't really thought through that and actually i'm grilling outside but i have to go inside to to like flip the potatoes that are in the oven and i have to be stirring something on the stove so then i eventually have to call them in or i'm running back and forth worrying about the 1 year old being out by the hot grill like you're bringing him with me and it's a whole thing so thinking through things like that of okay can i just this night i'm going to grill so everything's on the grill i'm going to grill veggies i'm going to grill chicken I'm going to throw corn on the grill so we have all our staples you know, out there so that everything can be done. We can come in or I'm going to throw it all in the oven on a sheet pan so I can just throw it in the oven and we can go outside. That kind of thing to just, you know, I talked several episodes about Several episodes ago, about like the ideal day or life we want, and then like what's the gap between where we are and what we want. These are the kinds of things to think through in a new season. Like, visualize your day. How do you want it to go? And that's kind of what I ran into last time was okay, I want us to be outside right until the last second of dinner or eat dinner outside. A lot of times we do that as well. But what's my barrier here? What are the obstacles I keep running into? We've got to remove them. So, giving a little pre thought, you know, not making this a bigger deal than it needs to be, but. Just a little bit of forethought can help things be a lot more peaceful. And all else fails, you can pop a cauliflower pizza in the oven and go outside and play. (laughs) That too. Grab some if you grew your own lettuce like we talked about two a couple episodes ago. You can pick some of that, throw together a salad, and you're good. You can do a lot more on the fly if you have some food in the backyard. All right, ladies, I'm looking forward to having a healthy summer with all of you, whether we're going to work together in the eight-week challenge, whether you're rocking and rolling with me in the Chasing Greatness group and having a good time there. I love that. I love our live workouts. It's so much fun. You guys motivate me just as much as hopefully I motivate you. And if you are a silent listener over there who's listening and I haven't heard from you yet, I'm so happy you're here too. I hope you have the best, most healthy summer ever. And Let me know if you need anything. I have any questions, anything like that. Brittany at HealthyCatholicMoms.com or just shoot me a message on Instagram. All right, ladies. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I will talk to you next episode. And next episode, we are kind of continuing in the same vein, talking about navigating summer barbecues and social events while sticking to your goals. Yes, it is possible. All right. I'll see you then. Have a great rest of your day.